following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Two possibilities exist. Either we are alone in the universe or we're not. Both are equal terrified. <laughs> Hello, welcome to... Get back... Alright, fuck, I'm just gonna just roll with this motherfucker. Welcome back to Getting Loser. We're starting a podcast. I'm Chop. I got probed by an alien once. I'm Cheetah. I fucked a Martian once. Yo, man, that was fucking crazy. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. We got a got a pretty heavy episode here for you this week. A little bit of crazy, a little bit of funny, you know, everything in between. Surprisingly, I did not pick this topic, which most of you would probably believe I did. It was actually Drew who wanted to cover this topic, and I was quite surprised, to be honest with you. I was kind of having a, you know, I was having a, a very nice cousin moment because I'm like, hey. I talk about this shit so much, and now he wants to talk about it. Like, that's, you know, I felt pretty great, so. You know, for a while, I was thinking about what episode should I do. And once again, we're missing your brother. I- yeah, my brother, I'm trying to get him in here, man. I'm trying to strong arm him into coming, because this kind of shit is right up his alley. He's the one that taught me about all this stuff. He's like, think of, like, Pawn Stars. You know how Rick and Pawn Stars has, like, has a guy for every... Certain category. Scotty is our guy for this topic. He's our guy for aliens, and he's our mafioso guy. We're gonna get him in here in one way or another. If we even if we have to kidnap him one day and bring him here, we're gonna get him in here. Just playing. We don't we don't play around with kidnapping. But uh, you know, today uh, I was telling Drew before we started recording that you know this topic as a whole, it's you know it's such a big topic. There's so many different things you can talk about. So obviously we're not going to cover everything in this one episode. Uh, we picked out a couple certain things that we want to mention in this one, and that's what we're going to talk about. And then obviously, you know, somewhere down the road we can do, you know, other like, we could do other episodes of like different subtopics of like the one bigger topic, you know what I mean? Because like aliens as a whole, it's fucking huge. I mean, you know what I mean? There's so much different shit you could talk about, like Close Encounter, Area 51, shit like that, you know what I mean? So, I mean, we're not going to cover all of it, but at some point we will get to, you know, more top, more stories about it. But this week, you know, we're only we, going to cover a couple certain things. But also this week we won't talk about the main reason why everyone in America wants to go to this place, if you believe in aliens or not. Yeah, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, we're going to talk about an incident that happened here in the States. Uh, you know, like one of the, what they call one of the biggest uh, UFO incidents, uh, somewhere where, uh, you know, that, that little craze kind of took over completely. I mean, those people, the people out there live for this shit now and they like, they have turned their town basically into a tourist attraction for this kind of shit because they live for it now. But, uh, yeah, we're going to cover that stuff. Then, uh, 
we're going to cover a little, you know, we're going to go through a little bit of like, you know, the most famous sightings like throughout history, a couple of those. Then we're going to talk a little like, you know, what aliens is like a pop culture, shit like that. If so, you, uh, well, if you guys want us to do more in-depth something, just let us know. I already said we were going to do that. Why the fuck are you repeating shit? No, because you know I am. I'm chopped. Yeah, and you got probed by an alien. Yeah, you got fucked by... You fucked no, a Martian. I, yeah, I fucked a Martian once, and it was great. Hey, Janine, call me back. Hey, Janine. <laughs> Don't ever do that again. All right, well, you know, before we drag shit out and start rambling about nothing, uh, you know, we're going to get into it. So, Drew, go ahead and start us off. Um... Roswell, New Mexico, 1947, around Independence Day. Uh, there was a, a discovery of uh, an un, unidentified uh, debris in. Oh, I just I can't read that one. It was um, it was a, a supposed alien sighting in New on uh, Roswell, New Mexico. Yeah, uh, they believe that. A UFO, an unidentified flying object, uh, was struck by lightning in the storm of July 4th, 1947, and crashed, I believe, on a farm, a like, guy's farm. Like 75 miles away from Roswell. Yeah. So, yeah, there was a lightning storm over the town of Roswell, New Mexico. Uh, sitting in his farmhouse, rich rancher William Mack Brazel thought he heard an explosion above the sound of the storm. The next day, riding out to check his sheep, Brazel discovered some wreckage like nothing made on earth. It crumpled like tinfoil but slowly straightened itself out again and was impervious to blows from a sledgehammer. Brazel reported it to the local airbase, only to be arrested and held in custody until the wreckage had been retrieved. This was the prelude to one of the best known and most durable UFO stories. Yeah, man, I'm just like, this is. Uh, a guy named Matt gets arrested because, hey, um... Yeah, I mean, the guy tries to do the right thing and be like, hey, you know, I found something. I think it's something that's important. Like, you know, what do you want me to do about it? And they fucking throw him in jail for it. Like, hey, sir, can you come here? Um, We got we to talk to you for a little bit. You know, I mean, this is one of, like... when I, I talk about this shit a lot. I talk about this shit a lot at work because a lot of the people there don't really believe in this kind of stuff. So, you know, I kind of... I kind of have fun trying to make them, trying to convince them that this kind of shit is real. So, like, Roswell is, like, one of the things I'll talk about a lot, too. And I'll always tell them, you know, the government classified it as, like, what was like a government balloon or some yeah, like a, balloon um, of some sort. Like a... Uh, like a weather balloon Yeah, or weather balloon. Yeah, that's what they classified it as. But if that was what it was, it was just a weather balloon, why didn't they just tell this guy that and send him on his way? Why'd they arrest him? Because you're not the government. Because I think he found something that he wasn't supposed to find. Weather. And I know it sounds kind of crazy, but, like, I think the reason that they let this guy go, you know, eventually they finally let this guy go, I think they do it because they knew no one was going to believe this guy that he found an alien because aliens don't exist. You know what I mean? So, I mean, that's just my theory, but, well, I mean, let's keep going. Yep. You know, but then again, are we really alone in this world? I don't believe so. Dude, I, I, there, do you I, believe in aliens, true? Yeah, if I, if I didn't believe in aliens, I wouldn't bring those uh, Roswell up to you guys for today. I believe in aliens, 100%. Yeah, I, I do, too. I, I'm seeing an alien right now across away from me. You're damn right. Damn right, Cheetah. I don't belong here. 
I don't belong here. I want to go my Earth spaceship and get the fuck out of here. Be gone. Wait, mm. never mind. The wing got in my head for that moment. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, um, many people believed it was the remains of extra, uh, extraterrestrial flying saucer, a series of s- secret dummy drops in New Mexico during the 1950s. Highlight high their success. Nearly 50 years after the uh, story of the mystery mystery debris broke, the U.S. military issued a report linking the increase to a top-secret Adam uh, Spohn project called Project Morgan. Morgan. Still, many people continue to believe that the UFO theory and hundreds of uh, curious seek visit Roswell and crush crash uh, site every year. Yeah, and uh, there's a little food for. <clears throat> I'm taking uh, some of my information from this book my mom found at my grandmother's house. It's called You Can't Scare Me A Guide to the Strange and Supernatural. And when I was looking through it, I found out that they had a, a little chapter in here about Roswell. So brought it with me. They got a little couple tidbits in here about it, but. Uh, this little section here, it's called Food for Thought, and it says, uh, the U.S. government's denial of the presence of an alien spaceship may have a more common-sense explanation. They may have been trying to keep the secret presence of a Japanese balloon bomb left over from World War II or a top-secret U.S. spy balloon designed to monitor Russian nuclear capabilities. In 1947, the U.S. Air Force bomber group in Roswell was the world's only nuclear weaponed strike force, and it is almost certain that the subsequent government secrecy was motivated by fear of espionage. So I mean, yes, if we're gonna if if we're gonna speak about this, you know, if we're gonna look at this from the other side logically, you know, from like the evidence that is given, it it is obviously very possible that if this really was a government balloon. The reason they walked up this Mac guy was to put him through, you know, like this security clearance to make sure that he, you know, wasn't somebody who was working for like the enemy or something. That That is very possible. That could very possibly be what it was. But I don't believe so. No, um, there was there was crazy when you were saying Jap- uh, Japanese, uh, suicide, uh, Japanese uh, bloom bomb. Who the fuck comes over this shit? Yeah. Like. Is it is the people back in the forties? I get it because we're in war with these motherfuckers, but they must hit the fucking bomb too hard for that shit. If you know what I'm saying, like, oh, hey guys, let's um, let's let's blame Jap, let's let's bridge Japan and Russia because you know we have our problems with them, but let's say to the people is a a balloon bomb. How the fuck are you gonna say it's a balloon bomb? Yeah, and. Uh... Nothing, uh, I mean, there was talks about this, you know, obviously back then, and like I said, you know, Roswell became like, it became a very big hot spot for this kind of stuff now to the point where like these people like lean in it completely. Like they've pretty much turned Roswell into a tourist attraction for people that, you know, believe in the aliens because there's people out there that like believe it wholeheartedly. They believe that, you know, aliens came there and that, you know, they were visited which, I mean, isn't crazy, you know? I mean, we'd be stupid to think that there's not aliens out there. There's got to be. 
Dude, um, not like Ellen. Not that Ellen's weird thinking about. It's just yeah. I mean, we don't know what aliens look like. They could be fucking balls of light. Or they talk. Be, Who knows? Or, or, know. or they could be me. Or it could be chopping cheetah. Yeah, they could be fucking variants of us. Like you know, like alter ego. Like you know, alter like doppelgangers from like alternate universes. We don't know. Yo, how crazy would that be? That'd be wild. Just just imagine. And this right now, we're talking. There's a fat. There's a fat version of you, and a skinny version of me. What are you talking about? That doesn't make any sense. We're both fat. Why would they? I, both I'm talking be about fat? more. I, I'm talking about more, less tattooed, more tattooed with you. That'd be weird. And, and plus, I, I could I could see uh I could see Cheetah like his his uh parallel person. He got his neck tattooed. He got his forehead tattooed. Yeah. Ho- hooking up with some uh uh hooking up some alien babes or something. I'm seeing I'm seeing Chop's uh alien parallel is like you know. A tight laced guy, you know, wears like business suits all the time, you know, you know, has like a, you know, like a Bluetooth headset in at all times, you know. What if it's not called Bluetooth? What if Been it's married called? to the same woman for 15 years. What if it's called like a green tube? Whoa. Whoa. What if our alien parallels are still just two fucking slackers who do who contribute nothing to society? Except, except like they're for the, exactly the same as us. Hey, except for except for this amazing podcast they do. What if they got a podcast, but it's not called a podcast? It's called a CAD po- a cast pod. Cast pod. Whoa, whoa. But <laughs> what if it's like the scary movie where they pee through their fingers? Oh, hey, say hello, <laughs> kicking the kicking the dick. He had his finger in his mouth. <laughs> that shit was funny as so. hell. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know if I'm saying this word right. The Mogon, Mogon. What is it? M O G U L. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. Hold on. Morgan, Morgan. The project Mo Mo No Malaga Malaga Lab Lola. Oh shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, um, I'm, I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this little, uh, do you know, like, it's like, like how I'm seeing it, it's like, do you know, got a question mark, do you know the pro, the Project Mongol, or, or Mangol team? Oh, I found it, Project Mogul. Oh, Mogul, shit, I've been saying that shit the wrong way. Once again, y'all, apologize, cause we ain't perfect, I can't say big words. Sure, it's okay, we all know you're stupid. I ain't stupid, I'm, I'm. I'm smart in my own brains. Oh, yeah. Um, you say so. You say the mogul? Mogul. Mogul. Uh, the Project Mogul team invented a number of high-tech material for its balloon and other equipment, including ultra-lightweight and ultra-strength, ultra-strong metals, flexible ops cables, fireproof fiber, uh, fibers. This is the part... Of the reason why some people who saw the debris through it came from from outer space, it does it don't look or behave like anything they ever seen. Many of these materials are still in use today. Huh. Yo, that's fucking crazy. Huh? Huh? I'm reading. I'm seeing. There's like a little. They got like a little newspaper clip in here <laughs> from the day they found the. Incident Roswell's just reading the other stories in here. There's one, uh, some Soviet satellites may attend Paris meeting. 
claims army is slacking court marshals. Or stacking court marshals, maybe. Uh, House passes tax slash by large margin. Security Council paves way to talks on arms reductions. And then there's the big story. No details of flying disc are revealed. Roswell hardware men and wife report disc scene. Yeah, and then uh, there's another little clip in this story. It says, uh, since the Arnold flying saucer story of 1947, the U.S. Air Force had recorded almost 1,000 UFO sightings from all over the U.S., including reports of a downed spacecraft. On July 8, 1947, the commander at the Roswell Air Force Base told the press that a flying disc had been recovered from a local site. Immediately recording, according to the Roswell Daily Record, the Roswell wreckage became a crash UFO from which four aliens had been retrieved. What the fuck? Four aliens? Mm-hmm. Are you talking about the little green eye? Like like the way it looks in here, they look like the little... The green fuckers? Yeah, but like they're not green, they're just like pale. There's like a picture of them in here and everything, alien autopsy. Oh, God. Yeah, that's wild. But, uh, yeah, then it says this alien autopsy. It says, uh, in 1996, businessman Ray Santilli released film on authent- authenticated. Oh, fuck. Did I find a word even I can't say? What? 1947 film stock of autopsies being done on aliens retrieved from the Roswell crash. The movie was like a B-class horror film. And the aliens looked nothing like those supposedly found in the Roswell crash. There was even a modern telephone visible clearly in the background, yet UFO enthusiasts were convinced by the evidence of this movie. This picture from the Roswell International UFO UFO Museum shows a replica of the alien body from the filmed autopsy. So yeah, the government put out a movie. A supposed movie, y'all. Yeah, apparently the movie, apparently this movie that this government made and sent out to people, you know, to make them believe that, you know, you know, there really was aliens, but they made it so like you could see that it was fake, but it would get a couple people's attention too, you know what I mean? So like, there'd be like that, there'd be like those groups of people that'd be like, okay, well this is obviously fake. So they would make people who believed in that kind of stuff look like they're stupid, you know what I mean? Like they like they were crazy. So I mean they were smart. They knew what they were doing. They covered up their tracks well. They they worked really hard to make it seem like, you know, like we're stupid and that, you know, none of this is actually real. You know, what what's the same government? Don't get me wrong. I I know the I know the moon landing is real. Do you believe the moon moon landing is real? I don't know. I'm, I kind of go back and forth on it. Yeah, I'm kind of going. Oh, I can't go really. Like, I do believe it's real because you see that joke. Like, like they had CGI back in like in the early 2000s, look like shit. But why? Like, I saw a video on uh, YouTube one time where they were talking about the moon landing. It will cost. It will cost too much money to fake a moon landing, whatnot. But whether the, whether that's the same film crew that did the Alien movies. 
Could be. Who knows? But uh, yeah, and then in this uh, this book goes on to say, uh, on the afternoon of July eighth, the U.S. Air Force held two press conferences. A polite, fresh-faced, and very plausible young warrant officer showed foiled debris debris from a weather balloon that he said was the cause of the confusion. When asked if it was the remains of a flying saucer, saucer, the young man giggled. Was the government trying to cover something up? That same month, there were a number of U.S. Air Force cargo flights from Roswell to the top-secret Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. What were they carrying has never been satisfactorily explained. So around the same time, that, you know, all this stuff is going on with the Roswell incident. Then they come out, they do this press conference telling people, you know, oh, nothing to worry about. Uh, it's just a balloon. We got some of the debris from it right here. We're going to show you that it's not real. But it's funny to me that when they asked this warrant officer if it was actually a flying saucer, he just giggled. He didn't respond. You know, he didn't tell him off. He just laughed. Which, I mean, most people would probably see as like, oh, you know, he's saying that. That's his response that it's not real. But I don't think so. I think if you really believed it wasn't real, why wouldn't you just say it wasn't real? Why would you laugh? And like kind of avoid the question, you know what I mean? But around that same time that all this was happening, they'd started flying back and forth from Roswell to this top secret Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. And no one, I don't think even to this day they ever found out what they were carrying back and forth. So, I mean, what could it have been? Were they were they taking aliens there to experiment on them? Were they taking the flying saucer to get rid of it? Or was... Getting it away from Roswell? Or what if it was uh, the military equipment It was too advanced? Oh, man, why is it, why is it every time I try to do that air cult shit? Like, it's it's funny when you, if you're in the studio or if you ever go live. Yo, that shit, that shit is going to be, like, weird. But, um, yeah, it just... Happened weather equipment so advanced, like oh shit, we fucked up. Yeah, I mean, well, the problem with that is like there has also, uh, I can't go too deep into it because I didn't, you know, I don't, I didn't retain much information from it just because it's been a while since I heard it. But Joe Rogan did do a podcast a while back. Hey, Joe Rogan, where he had this guy on there, this scientist that used to work for Area Fifty One. And he claimed that he uh, he claimed that he had taken a bunch of his friends out one night because he had told them about what was going on in Area 51, like what they were working on. And he had taken a bunch of his friends out to the desert one night, and they all witnessed UFO flying away from Area 51. What the fuck? I mean, it's a wild podcast. If I can remember the name, I'm, I'm going to look up the name of it right now, like what the episode is, and I'll let you guys know. You should check it out if you're interested. It's really... It was a pretty heavy episode, for sure. All right, now uh, Sean's going to do that. Uh, I mean, Cheetah's going to do that. I'm going to give you a little bit more information on Roswell. On July uh, 8th, the RAAC captain captioned the flying saucer on on the ranch in Roswell region. was the top story in the Roswell Daily Recordings, but was it true? On July 9th, as the Air Force off, uh, office, offices 
clarify that the paper uh, the paper responded the LA, the allegations of flying saucer he said only was a crash water balloon however to anyone who's seen the debris did uh the debris or the newspaper photo of it was clear that whatever this, the thing was it was not a weather balloon some people believe and still believe that the crash vehicle has not come from earth at all the argument from the debate in Bronson file must have came from an alien spaceship I mean there's I mean, if you, like, really dig deep into, like, the alien situation like, Roswell as a whole, there's some wild shit that comes up, dude, that you find out. Like, some wild fucking shit. Like, the whole the whole instance is wild. One of my favorite stories involving, like, aliens is probably got to be Skinwalker Ranch, which is fucking insane. If you, if you don't know what Skinwalker Ranch is, I highly recommend you look into it. That shit is wild. Bro. Yo, Sean, is it... Could we do an episode on Skinwalker Ranch? Or is it just... I mean, is it, is it like probably. a probably? Is it like a situation you don't want to really talk about? Kind of. I mean, we probably could, but the only thing with it is there's just like so much detail into it that it probably had to some be something we'd have to like build up for a little bit. You know, what I mean, just to make sure that we tell the story correctly. Because like with something like that, I don't want to fuck it up and say something wrong. You know, what I mean, oh, that's true. If I'm gonna talk about, it, I want to talk about like what actually happened. Then I could look into it myself. Yeah, I mean, we could definitely somewhere down the road. That's yeah. what I think we got to try and get my brother on here for for sure. Yeah. He's really in that kind of shit. Yeah, because I really, don't, I really don't. Just, just give it. Just, just give us. Just give. And I mean, you, me, and you, we could do like the basic shit about like topics like this, but we need somebody that you know can go like more in depth with it. You know, like, dude? like for example, you remember my, uh, remember our Valentine's Massacre episode? Yeah. Um, like I was like how we we covered just like the 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 top parts of that episode, like the basic shit. Yeah, um, I was I was talking to your brother. I I know I know getting off subject for one second. I was talking to your brother. I was like, dude, I I need you to come on the show because we need to talk about the five families of New York. Right. But anyway, let's go back to oh, Roswell. But yeah, uh, I found the episode, that Joe Rogan episode. Uh, it was a couple of years ago. Uh, the guy who I'm talking about, his name is Bob Lazar. Uh, he was a physicist who worked at Los Alamos National Laboratory in New Mexico and also on reverse engineering extraterrestrial technology at a site called S4 near the Area 51 Groom Lake operating location. Uh, so, yeah, Joe talks to him, you know, about, like, his experience. He talks about his stories. How, like, the shit that he's seen working there, you know, and, like, how they tried to silence him. It's a really fucking, it's a wild episode. It's, like, super deep. Like, he talks about some crazy shit. Uh, they also have this guy on there, Jeremy Corbell, who uh, I think is the one that convinced Bob Lazar to come on Joe Rogan's pod. But uh, Jeremy Corbell is a contemporary artist and documentary filmmaker. Uh, he made a documentary about Bob Lazar. It's called Bob Lazar, Area 51, and the Flying Saucers. Uh, as of putting out this Joe Rogan episode, it was that movie was streaming on Netflix. I'm not sure if it still is. I could check for you guys. Just to, you know, give you, like, the, you know, whatever. But I don't believe it is. I think I looked for it a while back, and I couldn't find it, but... Maybe I wasn't looking hard enough. Do-do. Documentary. All right. Um, are, you, are, you, are you still going to look that information up, Phil? Yeah, Real I'm quick. looking it up right now. All right. Uh, I, got, I got another. another oh, s- it's uh, it's not on Netflix anymore. 
But oh. if you have Tubi TV, it's on there for free. Tubi's free, by the way. But yeah, it's on there. <laughs> Yo, was yeah, that was it like a soft uh, shout out to Tubi and TV? <laughs> Here, whatever. Oh, it's distributed by Netflix, but it's not on Netflix anymore. But the 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 fucking uh, the, like the description for the movie is uh, in 1989, former government physicist Bob Lazar comes forward with headline making story of alien spacecraft in Area 51, which leaves a devastating impact on his life for the next 30 years. So, yeah, the guy was basically blacklisted after coming forward about all this information. So, like, basically, coming forward about everything basically ruined his life, kind of. Which is fucking insane. But, uh, yeah, go ahead, Drew. All right, um, my next little part. Dummy drones and UFOs. Just think about that, y'all. Their skit, uh, skits a group born in numerous during the 1950s when the Air Force conducted a series of select secret dr- dummy drones over the airbase chest range in unoccupied fields across New Mexico. Then they are explained meant to test ways to for pilots to survive falls from high altitudes sending Bowsing uh, or flightless dummies with uh, latex skin and aluminum bones. I do through uh, that looks oh, yeah. looks an awful like a lot like space debris when to uh, fall from the sky onto the ground. Weather up military vehicles were. This plane has landed site to review the bodies as quickly as possible to to uh, people who believe the government was covering up the truth about Roswell landing. These the dummy drones, dummy the, the dummy drops seemed just as surprised. They were convinced that the dummies were actually uh, uh, extraterrestrial creatures or ET, who was kidnapped and examined by government scientists. The thing about, like, another big thing about, like, aliens as a whole, like UFOs and shit, is it has now been talked about by, like, high government officials have come out and said, yeah, we got it. We got sightings of UFOs, and people to this day still do not believe it. Literally right in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic, right in the height of it, NASA released tons of footage that they had of UFOs in the sky and nobody believed it. Everybody was distracted by other shit. So, I mean, even people as far as, like, Barack Obama have come out and admitted that, you know, they have seen some... They have they have come across some extraterrestrial kind of stuff that cannot be explained. So, I mean, now, back then when, like, Roswell and all that first happened, obviously, there wasn't many people that believed. But I feel like now, where we are now, I feel like a lot more people are starting to realize this shit is real and you know it could something could be out there but i mean you're obviously always going to have people that are going to you know not going to believe it it's just you know it's just how they are they just don't believe in that kind of shit which is understandable i get that there's some shit that i don't believe in not really i believe in pretty much everything but sean um uh not cutting you off um i was i was talking to my granddad earlier today he does not remember the u he does not remember roswell in the news when he was a kid he was like 14 15 yeah, a lot of people don't. 
I don't think they made a big national like big deal, it, like a big deal about it nationally. It was like more of like a, a West Coast kind. Yeah, of. it was kind of like a contained as in Roswell, Roswell, New Mexico area. Yeah, yeah. But I asked my granddad because my granddad is ninety years old, and he been through most of the stuff we're talking about. It's like, but he remembers doing shoe shining in Niagara Falls around that time, but doesn't remember the. Uh, does not remember the UFO sightings or all that because whatnot. Yeah, but uh, while we're on this topic of all this stuff, I want to give you guys a couple, uh, you know, little little tidbits about, like, close encounters in general. Uh, so there is a few different close encounter categories. Uh, there's CE1. That's a sighting only. Uh, a CE2, that's some physical evidence is left behind. Example, crop circles. Uh, CE3, uh, aliens have been seen. CE4, alien abduction, which is what me and Chop went through. That's how he got the probe when I got the Martian sex. And Martian sex. And then, uh, <laughs> oh no, my bad. We have had a CE5. We've, we're humans and we have a- interacted with aliens. We have met and interacted with aliens. Yeah, you know, that could be C C five. That could be fucking possible. Right? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, any of these could be. Or uh, I mean, at this point, we know that like I'd probably say like C one through like four, or no one one through three, are probably almost at this point pretty much confirmed. Like you know, we've had sightings. Uh, people have seen crop circles. Show, you know, there's been evidence left behind, and people have probably seen aliens at some point. Maybe not fully, but there has been aliens. Seen. But, but as far as like alien abduction and like humans and aliens meeting and interacting, that stuff I don't feel like it's been proved. I'm not. I'm not saying it's not real. It's very much real. I just don't think there's been much proof of it. Or, um, for example, if people see aliens, they might see like those creatures deep below the sea levels or shit. I mean, there could be aliens anywhere. I mean, aliens, you know, doesn't have to be in space. I mean. No, we could have some fucking Atlantis type beast down in the. Shit. You know what I mean, like nobody knows what's at the very bottom of the fucking ocean. We don't know. No, dude, it's so it's so. And bad. that shit should fucking terrify you, dude. Yeah. The fact that we don't know should terrify you. Yeah, like the. Uh, it's so terrifying. The deepest part of the ocean is the Marianas Trench. There could be fucking Atlantis down there, dude. Or it could be. Uh, to be the one of them alien fishes with the, with, with the angler. That's not an alien fish. That's a real fish. Oh. People have seen those fishes before, too. But I'm, yeah, but... Get the fuck out. You're fired. Oh, good. I'm going to call what... your alien girlfriend and tell her to come pick you up. You're going home. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, on the topic of close encounters, uh, in this book, there's a couple, uh, you know, things of them. But I want to read you guys this little passage first. Uh, it says, during the 1950s and 1960s, there were thousands of UFO, UFO sightings. But it was not until 1972 that a way of analyzing and categorizing them was developed by J. Allen. Oh, coincidence? I think not. J. Allen Hynek. Hynek. Uh, respected ufologist. In his book, The UFO Experience, Dr. Hynek was the first ufologist to divide the different types of UFO events into types of close encounters. Ever since then, ufologists have classified UFO events according to his categories, from close encounters of the first kind 
to close encounters of the fifth kind. Oh, that makes more sense. Now I get it. That's what the CE stands for. What, close encounter? Yeah, that makes more sense. Uh, Many UFOlogists have also given reports of these encounters at a strangeness rating according to how typical of such events there are. Uh, So I'm going to give you guys a couple examples that they give in this book. Uh, One is a Close Encounter 2 project. Uh, It took place in Hestalen, Hestalen, Norway. Uh, During 1981 and 1985, Norwegian scientists studied lights that appeared over Hestalen. The lights moved and seemed to respond to the actions of the observers. Uh, As well as photographing the lights, the researchers used radar, seismographs, infrared viewers, spectrum analyzers, and Geiger counters to track and record the evidence of their presence. And then uh, a close encounter one called the Lubach Lights. Uh, in 1951, the people of Lubach, Texas, reported a V-shaped formation of lights passing overhead at night. The lights were travel said to travel at around 400 miles per hour. A nearby radar station also recorded an unknown object. Official explanations of the phen- phenomenon included a fight a flight of geese illuminated by streetlights and an experimental jet bomber being tested in the area. Uh, yeah, that's pretty wild. Holy shit. <laughs> and then you got, uh, we'll dive a little deeper into this in a minute, but uh, then you got like Close Encounters of the Third Kind, which is uh, the Steven Spielberg movie. The 1997 movie was based on the, the book by J. Allen Hynek. Uh, In this story, a series of UFO encounters gradually build up to a friendly meeting between aliens and humans. Uh, Close Encounter 5. It has been suggested that the U.S. government asked Steven Spielberg to make the movie to calm public fears about the UFOs. So, I mean, that's crazy. That I did not know. That's fucking wild. Fucking what? Canucks. That they asked, that there's a rumor that they asked... Um, that they asked Steven Spielberg to make that movie to calm people down. That's wild. I see. And I could definitely see that happening. But like, I was telling Drew before recording, I'm I'm gonna talk about this now before I forget again. Uh, You know, one of the biggest things that people say in this kind of situation is, oh, if there are aliens, if we've really made contact with aliens, wouldn't they tell us? No, of course they wouldn't fucking tell you. No, no. Because you'd panic. There'd be panic in the streets. And when people were like, no, there wouldn't. Look what happened pandemic first started. People fucking bought up all the toilet paper in sight. Even though coronavirus had literally nothing to do with toilet paper. Hmm. You guys literally bought it up. You're fucking fighting over food and shit. You think if they told you, hey, we've made contact with aliens. They're coming back. You think people wouldn't fucking panic? Get out of here, dude. Of course they're not going to tell you because you guys don't know how to handle shit. We can't handle shit. Like if they told you aliens were coming, I guarantee the fucking world would burn down. Because you guys would not be able to handle it. So, of course, they're not going to tell you anything. And why would they? Maybe the government has made contact with aliens and they didn't do it in a nice way. You know? And maybe they don't want to tell you because, you know, they don't want to get you scared that one day aliens are going to invade and kill us all for what we've done. You know? Which is also possible. Very possible. I think there was a quote by, like, Stephen Hawking that I read once that... Hold on, let me try and find it real quick. All right, with him, with him, um, yeah. 
aliens, you, what the government don't want to tell us all this because they want they don't want to put fear into their country. I mean, that could very possibly be real. Also, that could be it. Also, but yeah, there's. Hold on, I'm trying to find this quote. There's a quote that I was reading right before we came here. <laughs> um. Oh. It said, the quote is, uh, if aliens visit us, the outcome would be much as when Columbus landed in America, which didn't turn out well for the Native Americans. That's some fucking deep shit right there. Hell yeah. So him basically, that's Stephen Hawking said that. So he's basically saying that if aliens did visit us, it could be a lot like when Columbus discovered America. Obviously, one group of people didn't make it out of that alive. So in this situation, we would be the ones who didn't make it out. It's basically saying, like, if aliens came here, they wouldn't be coming here to introduce themselves. They'd be coming here to take over, basically. Yo, dude, if aliens ever have to come, whatnot, I'm getting butt-ass naked. It's like, come Fucking take me. weird, dude. Come, come take me now. Drew's going to be like one of those people from, like, Independence Day when they found out the aliens are coming. All those people go up to that roof with signs and shit. We're here. We're waiting for you. Drew would be one of those people. He'd be butt-naked. He'd be like, take me home with you. I don't belong in this and fucking... And they'd blow him up. And I'd, just, I'd be on the ground. I'd be like, you stupid fuck. And I would just run. I'd be like Jeff Goldblum's character. I'd be one of the ones guys that saves the world from alien invasion. Yeah, that's right. I did just classify myself the hero. I did it. I don't care. Fuck you. Don't worry, Drew. When I do it, I'll do it in your honor. While we're flying out of the spaceship... After we're about to blow it up, I'll get completely naked and I'll say, "For my, I'll say, dicks out for chops! Dicks While we're flying out. <laughs> badass, dude. That would be a badass. You got anything else you want to say about Roswell? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my closing remark. Well, I wanted to talk about, like, you know. No, 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 not closing remark, like, not in an episode. No, I mean, no, I meant, like, I wanted to, before we stop talking about it completely, I want to talk about, like, you know, like, the culture. Like, what? The alien sighting is done to like the culture in Roswell, like how serious they take it, like the tourist attraction. Oh yeah, that was that's what you're gonna talk about. Yeah, yeah, perfect. All right, All right I'm gonna I'm, I'm, I'm gonna read the paragraph and what you have on your thoughts, you can put it on the thoughts of Roswell, Roswell, and flying saucers today. You, yo, you like how my voice is Yeah, yeah chop and cheetah. Dude, I forgot, I fucked that line up already. Is it chopping cheetah in the morning? But at night. What? Yo, dude, we need to do another chopping cheetah. All right, come on, man. What are you doing? All right, fuck it. Chop, chop got in the way. Mald Eagle did. Um, today, many people continue to believe that the government and the military are covering up the truth about aliens landing at and around Roswell in 1994 the Pentagon uh, declassified most of the files of the Project Mongol. Does that right? Yeah. Oh, shit. Fuck it. And the uh, dummy drones drops are in the federal government office properly of uh, on a report or reporting of report of the uh, Air Force uh, research regular at the Roswell discussing to disbelieve, disbunk their rumors 
nevertheless, there are still people who subscribe to the UFO theory. Hundreds of thousands, hundreds of thousands of curious sighting see seek visit Roswell, the crash site every year, hoping to find out the truth about uh, mass um aliens. Yeah. Uh, I should have done this at the beginning of the episode, but I changed the color to just green in here. <laughs> I, at the beginning, I didn't even think about it. But yeah, man, I, I didn't want to cut you off while you're in the middle of reading, but uh, the government is 100% lying to us about aliens. 100%. I don't care. I mean, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, but I mean, my opinion is that they're 100% lying to us about it. There's no way that they have not made contact with aliens at some point. There's no way that what happened in Roswell is just a weather balloon. I don't believe it. You're never going to convince me otherwise. But, like Drew was saying, they declassified a lot of this information. So, I mean, a lot of this information you could go and read about yourself. And you could look through, like, their reports and shit. But, I guarantee you're not going to find the truth there. Or the good reports. Yeah, you're, I mean, you're not going to find... I mean, like I said, everybody's entitled to their own opinion, obviously. I'm, this episode isn't to try and sway your guys' opinion about it. I mean... You're you're free to think however you want about it. But me personally, I believe that aliens are real. I believe we've made contact. I believe Area 51 harbors alien bodies. I believe all that shit. You don't have to believe it, but that's what I believe. Hell that's yeah. That's just me. But anyway. Um... But yeah, anyways. Uh, after this, uh, you know, after everything that went down in Roswell. I mean, Roswell became... A UFO capital of the U.S. And with good reason. The story goes that in, oh, you know, we talked about in 1947, you know, the alien balloon. Uh, decades later, the town's U.S.-centric economy is alive and well. Even the stripe, street lamps have alien lights. This is an article from 2013, but I believe now it is, most of this stuff is, I believe Roswell is still pretty popular in the alien game. I could be wrong, but I'm almost positive they still there. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I every, thought so. Yo, know, every year they have uh Yeah, they have like a like a big convention or whatever, like a big festival or whatever, right? Yo, know, um you know who um I I know this is he's a cartoon character, but Del Gribble, he was part of that alien club. Yeah, that sounds about right. But uh just a couple of the things that they have out there. I just wanted to mention real quick, uh the White Sands Missile Range Museum in New Mexico. Whether Roswell experienced an alien touchdown is debatable. But as not the only area's only skyward-bound claim to fame, the White Sands Missile Range muse- Museum traces the origins of America's... Oh, fuck, that's not about aliens. What the hell? This ain't even about aliens. What the fuck? What the hell you talking about? You talking about Roswell in general? Yeah, I was talking about the, the culture there. and the, That's what it said the article was about. It's not even about fucking... The shit. What the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck, man? The fuck, you stupid bitches! <laughs> stupid bitches. <laughs> but um, uh, uh, what's your favorite alien movie or TV show? Wait, hold on, I got it. Right. Hold on. Anyway, hold on. I'm just. Oh, look- I got it. I got it. I was just looking at city telling information. The UFO com. attractions in Roswell. Uh, they have Roswell UFO Museum and Research Center. The museum contains exhibits. 
and information about the Roswell incident, UFO sightings in general, and a research library which houses reference materials about this subject and other related phenomena. Uh, then they also have the U.S. the Roswell UFO spacewalk. The Roswell spacewalk is a blacklight adventure you'll never forget. Once you've completed your spacewalk, check out our original retro space art by Brian Ward. Ward, the creator of the spacewalk. They also carry a variety of space items for purchase. This out of this world experience is family friendly, and will transport you to another planet. Uh, then they have a couple other things like Area 52 tactical laser tag, you know, stuff like that. I mean, there's tons of shit there, dude. They got, they've got a ridiculous amount of UFO, like, Roswell leans very heavily into the UFO stuff. Like, they know they're famous for UFOs, so they fucking, they feed into it, dude, and they, they have all this shit that people come and look at, which... You know, brings me to, you know, plug something from pop culture since that's where you want to go next, right? Pop culture. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Pop culture. All right. Well, real quick, I want to talk about this. That, uh, you know, we were talking about pop culture and shit with aliens. You know, this isn't my favorite alien pop culture movie, but this one is pretty fucking good. And I know Drew, me and Drew went and seen this one together and it was pretty great. But uh, there's this movie called Paul. Oh fuck! <laughs> Simon Pegg and uh, Nick Frost in it, uh, and basically the story goes is like these two friends are like they're super in aliens. They go out to Roswell for like a road trip, and they start hitting all like these tourist attractions in Roswell, you know. Uh, and that's when they meet Paul, a wise cracking alien who has resided at a top secret military base in America's UFO heartland. When, when Paul decides he has had enough of Earth, he escapes from the compound and hops on the first handy vehicle, a rented RV manned by two British sci-fi nerds named Graham and Clive, with federal agents on the, and the father of an accidental kidnap victim on their tail, the two hatch a crazy plan to help Paul return to his spaceship. I mean, it's a fucking wild movie. It's super good. One of my favorite one of my favorite lines is like uh he says something like fuck what does he say probe probe uh, it's it's probing time he's like hey fuck nuts it's probing time well me and Drew seen it in theaters and it was fucking hilarious the shit was so funny it's i mean it's actually a really great movie honestly yo i don't know Seth Rogen yeah Seth Rogen does a voice but Simon Pegg and Nick Frost are the two british guys but yeah it's a great flick dude it's definitely worth checking out. It takes a funny toll, like a funny look at like aliens and shit, which is cool. <laughs> but I mean, that's not even like, that's not even close. I mean, alien craze is like huge in pop culture. There's tons of different shit that you can talk about pop culture wise when it comes to aliens. Drew, you got a couple things you want to plug? Yeah, uh, Futurama. Of course. Why did <laughs> I even ask? In Futurama teaches you about aliens and different cultures, different that's where you come with the multiverse and that's where you come with uh Mars is actually civilized by people. Uh I think my favorite alien T V show Elf. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> How dare you use that? I was gonna use that. How dare you take my thing? You know I fucking love Elf. Yeah, but 
I bet you I know more about Elf than you do. I know you do. Yeah, you're fucking right, I do. What planet is he from? You don't know. He's from Melmac. What's his favorite meal? Cats. Cats. What's his fucking real name? Gordon Shumway. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Sucker. Dude, we'd be mad at Hollywood if they rebooted that. I'll dude. fucking fight everyone, dude. But they bring back the original Elf guy. They would. They could never. He's like oh, dead, probably. I'm talking like. And most of the cast is either dead or just too old now. Willie, the guy who played Willie, he's definitely dead. I know he died. But anyway. Speaking of Elf, it's got the worst fucking ending in TV show history. No. This shit still pisses me off. No, Sopranos had the worst ending. No. Well, Elf was way worse, dude. He gets surrounded by the government while he's about to get picked up from a spaceship, and that's it. End of the episode. Forever. We never get an answer of what happened to him. Fuck that, man. Yo. Why don't you bring that up? I'm going to have a fucking Vietnam flashback. No. <laughs> Yo, you know my also favorite movie is? The Steven Spielberg E.T. He's fucking trash, dude. E.T. I'm sorry. Everybody's e. going to hate me for this. Um, my best friend oh. fucking hates me for it. He's obsessed with E.T. It's a great flick, man. I, You know, I got to give props to Steven Spielberg. I mean, fucking Clay and Chicken Wire. And he made that movie work. But I'm just not a fan of the movie, man. I think it's good, but like... I'll probably never watch it again in my entire life, if I'm being completely honest. Like, probably ever. Yo, the, yo, I don't even know what my favorite alien movie is, to be honest with you guys. You know what it is. I've got so many. No, you know what it is. What? We, we talk about it. You know how you know how your alter, your alter, alter ego, Mr. America? Fucking A right. Independence Day. Put some respect on his name. You ever, talk, you ever talk about it earlier? Independence Day. Oh, you're fucking right. I do love that movie. That's in your top eight. That's in your top eight. That's top eight, 100%. I fucking love that movie. The movie's so good. It's got one of the greatest speeches in movie history. One of the greatest ever. (laughs) Do you know the speech? Oh, you're fucking right, I do. I I did a TikTok of it for fucking Fourth of July. But then I deleted it because I got... (laughs) I got like really nervous. <laughs> I was like, oh, this is bad. So Oh, you wanna know the speech? Oh, don't mind if I do. Let me let me go on my little moment here. Let me put my Mr. America persona on. <clears throat> four score. Four score seven years ago. Four score. Four score. Okay. okay. <laughs> Good morning. In less than an hour, aircrafts from here will join others from around the world, and you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Mankind. That word should have new meaning for all of us today. We cannot be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interests. Perhaps it is fate that today is the 4th of July and you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression, or persecution, but from annihilation. We are fighting for our right to live, to exist. And should we win the day, the 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night. We will not vanish without a fight. We're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day. Great, dude. I just had a whole moment there. It was beautiful. Does Mr. America look up to that speech? I fucking love that speech so much, dude. Dude, I would kiss Bill Pullman right on his face, dude. Right on his lips. So much I love him. 
Uh, I also got a little article here. If you don't mind me talking about it, it's uh, called Pop Culture's Most Memorable Alien Invasions. I thought it'd be cool to talk about this a little bit. Uh, starting us off, we got The War of the Worlds in 1897. H.G. Wells, serialized novelist, uh, first published in the UK in Pearson's Magazine and the US in Cosmopolitan, featured one of fiction's very first interplanetary battles. Contrary to popular belief, Orson Welles' 1938 radio adaption of the story did not create a massive panic among listeners who believed they were hearing a genuine news report of mayhem in New Jersey. A 2016 sequel penned by a Welles expert to celebrate the author's 150th birthday features the aliens' return, and this time they have taken care to protect themselves against the infection that flattened them from the first time around. The... The moral of the story, prepare for flu season. Uh, Then we got 1956, Invasion of the Body Snatchers. You know, I'm not going to tell you guys every single thing about every single one of these because you don't need to know. But uh, then we got 1963, the original Doctor Who show. Basically, I'm just like telling you guys all these just to show you like what... How, like, every one of these has, like, a different... Oh! Sorry, I farted. <laughs> oh, my God, smell over here. How all of these have, like, different takes on, like, what aliens are. Because then, like, we got 1977, Saturday Night Live, The Coneheads. Completely different take on what we think aliens I'll are. I love that movie. Obviously. Well, it started as an SNL skit, so... And then, uh, 1977, Close Encounters of the Third Kind... The movie, you know. <sighs> then uh, we got 1978, Mork and Mindy, the Robin Williams show. Another strange kind of take. Kind of like, that one was kind of like what me and Drew were saying about like aliens, where they would look like us and shit. Uh, then we got 1982, E.T., the extraterrestrial. Hell which, yeah. You know, according to Steven Spielberg, aliens look like dried up ball sacks with long necks. Then, uh, oh my God. 1986, we got Elf, which is probably one of my favorite pieces of alien pop culture, honestly, because I fucking love Elf. The show is so good. Uh, then 1990, The Simpsons. You know, also a very strange take on aliens. Uh, 1993, The X-Files. Yo, uh, X-Files... Talk about The X-Files. I watched, like... At first, because I, I never like watching drama TV shows, but Dex Files isn't a grandma TV show. What the fuck is not wrong with you? grandma motherfucker? Put some respect on it. Not grandma, drama with a D. You said grandma. I didn't say grandma. What yes, the f- you did. You said grandma. What, what's grandma? Explain to the. Exp- I don't know. That's what the fuck you said, grandma. I didn't say grandma. I said drama. You said grandma TV uh, shows. What? <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, you know, it, it was just, like, the show was interesting. It was about uh, Agent Scully and Mulder trying to go on. You know, it's another Gillian thing. Anderson's sexy. Oh, she, yo, she, she uh, can still get it all these years later. She still get it. Um, I you, still give it to You her. know what's a good alien movie? I don't know if they're good. But huh? Men in Black. Oh, Men in Black's a great fucking movie, dude. Mm-hmm. I like the first one a lot. Number two, eh. Number three, eh. 
I think number three's biggest problem was that they didn't have Tommy Lee Jones in the entire movie. Oh, dude, you can't. Well, that whole movie, the, the whole, the best thing about the first one was that the interactions between Tommy Lee Jones and Will, Will Smith. Smith. That was the fucking greatest part of the movie. Yeah, R.I.P. Will Smith's movie career now. Yeah, that's a whole different topic. <laughs> uh, then we got uh, 1996, Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, Another dude. situation of what me and Drew were talking about where we think aliens would look like us. Yeah, I love that show. That was a great show. Who uh, who was the main guy? John. That was uh, I know the one guy was French Stewart, and there was also Joseph Gordon-Levitt was on that show. Yeah, young George. Young, yeah, young as fuck. Then uh, I can't remember what the main guy's name is. John something. I know him from a lot of things, but I can't fucking remember. Wait, his wait name. Let, me, let me let me look it up real quick. Uh, yeah, you go ahead and look it up, and then uh, 1996 Impen- Independence Day, which we're talking about. Uh, also 1996 Mars Attacks. Which is such a strange fucking movie. I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna. Obviously, I'm not gonna go through every single one of these for you guys, but basically, the whole idea that I'm trying to tell you here is that aliens have. The biggest things with the aliens thing is that every everybody that covers that topic, they all do it differently. Nobody has, nobody shares the same idea of what they believe aliens are. No. Yeah, nobody. Oh, yeah, I found a guy's name. Uh, John Lipgow. Lithgow, right? Lithgow. Yeah, that's it. And uh, Kirstie Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. Yeah, those. That, that's your four main characters. Yeah, yeah. That was a good show. That's strange as fuck, but it was a good show. Uh, what else? Pop culture. Oh, well, then we can kind of jump into like, uh, you know, you got aliens in like video games, like fucking Destroy All Humans, which is a, a pillar in any kid's childhood growing up, uh, like our childhood, at least. Well, plants versus Aliens. Plants versus Aliens. What? Yeah. The fuck is Plants versus Aliens? Is it, it was a game for the Xbox, so like you pretty much you control. The fuck did that come out? It came out for a while ago. Yeah, in like the 2000s. Yeah, they made a new one. They're, Whatever, you're fucking gay. A mobile game. It was a mobile game. Then uh, what else is there? What else is my? Hey, whoa, whoa, games? whoa, whoa! I gotta say, you, you said you said a G word on here. Who fuck cares? My podcast, whatever the fuck I want. Sorry, y'all, but fuck this motherfucker across the other highway. What are we? What else? Video games? Alien? No, I, really? No, really, the Alien franchise. Uh, Among Us, the new the new game just. Oh uh, my! That's not fucking aliens. Yes, it is. It's set in space. It's not aliens. But there's an imposter. The imposter is an alien. That true. That's not the same thing. Yes, it is. It's not at all though. Yo, um, getting back to the third rock from the sun. Guess who um was on that show? Who? Wayne Knight. No, really. No, really. No, really? No, really? Dude, I, n- I never knew he played in Toy Story 2. Yeah, dude. As who? Big Al. Oh, shit. Big Al's toy burn. Um, yeah, the, um, uh, that one game, I used to play it. It was called uh, Mass Effect. Mass Effect was a good friend. The first game was all right, but the second one they made it a little better. But the best thing about it is... You could have sex with aliens. There's something like Mental mentally wrong. wrong with you, dude. Nah. Well, then we got like more fun takes on aliens, like Ratchet and Clank, which is like more of a kind of like a fun take on aliens. Yo, dude, I bought the uh, dude. 
You gotta come over to my house and play the new ratchet the new ratchet game. How about no? How about yes, Scott? Eh? I'm not playing a PS5 till I own one for myself. Missing I'm gonna out. come shit in your PS5. How about that? All right, I'll, hey, I'll piss are, right in the disc entry. Wait, are we going? Are we going to try to re- recreate that scene from way long ago? You see me sitting uh, crisscross and crisscross. No, my, don't stop! Don't ever bring that up again. I have fucking nightmares about that. Something yeah. fucking wrong with you. Yo, yo, that night I got that night I was possessed by aliens. Yeah. Okay. That's like a normal thing for you. What are you talking about, dude? Dude, I didn't do that in a while. You used to do that shit all the time, dude. What, sit in my room naked? Yeah, it's fucking <laughs> weird. Dude. Your grandparents were right in the Your grandfather was right in the other room. <laughs> hey, I don't... No, I got a door and I got a kitchen. Oh, my God. Fucking weird, dude. Can we stop talking about you being naked, please? Yeah. What else we... Hold on, let me see if there's anything else good in this book. Alien. Alien. Yo, um... Yeah, destroy our humans. I never really like played it. Played it. I fucking love that game. Uh, what well, it, it had like two games. Huh? Had, oh wait, you forgot the one. Um, the Sega Genesis game. Uh, the blob thingy, the worm in the blob. What? The worm in the worm in the blob. Not really a blob, but more like a like a gangster version of Patrick and Starfish. Are you talking about fucking Toe Jam and Earl? Yeah. <laughs> Can't we just brought up Toe Jam and Earl, dude? My brother would be dying right now if he was here. Do we used to play that shit all the time? Oh, dude. I think... Toe Jam and Earl was my shit. I I, I think uh, if we're talking about alien games, uh, we, we have, we, we, we're, we're missing the one game. Huh? We're missing the game that started the South Park franchise video game series. Huh? Where you're... Uh, where you gotta fight the like the, uh, the N64? Yeah, the the first one. Not the second game, but the first one. The snowballs? Or is that the second one? Yeah, the snowballs was the first one. Yeah. Um, where, um, Wait, there was a second one for N64? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it was like kind of trash. <laughs> I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the first one, I remember the cheat code. If you guys, if you guys want to know the cheat code for, one, for almost God mode, or one hit, one kill mode, it does help out for the first part of the round. First of course, Drew's a cheater. If you guys want to know, just let me know. I'll give you guys their code. Yeah, they don't want to know, Drew. Wait, they fucking like you. Wait, wait, wait. Here, here's another one, Sean. We fucking like you, dude. Your favorite, your favorite Get franchise. Out. Your favorite franchise. What? Saint Road. We the, fucking love Saint Road, dude. Dude, oh, shit. Dude. Yo, they went. They went to. Uh, they went to aliens. What, what game was it? They went to alien mode. The final game. Yo, I can't. I can't wait for the new. Uh, huh? I can't wait for the new uh, game. Yeah, I'm kind of hyped, honestly. I watched a fucking gameplay trailer, and it kind of looks sick, actually. I was I was wrong to judge it in the beginning. I can't wait to play co-op, though. Co-op looks sick, dude. Co-op, I could literally drop in while you're playing, dude. I could literally just drop in your game. I'd be playing with you. Like that sounds sick as fuck. Dude. Oh, dude. I I hope like like with uh, Saint Rose. I hope when they do make it. They said it's not going to be as goofy as the other ones, but it's still going to be like no, but, um, It's going to be like the first couple games. But they were goofy. I, I, I yeah, my, but it's not going to be like... I the last my, couple games, they kind of fucked it up. They want like superpowers and like super fighting hero. aliens and shit. Dude, I want, I want to go back where you have your long, alien long, slong going past you, uh, your foot. What the fuck is wrong with you, man? You got some problems, bro. 
I got no problems. You got mental problems. Yo, before we get out of here, I'm going to go through these. I found a, a little passage in this book, dude, of these little fucking uh, famous sightings in history. Oh, shit. Famous UFO sightings. UFO sightings. So I'm going to go over a couple of these. Actually, you know what? They're not too long. I'll go over all of them. Fuck it. <laughs> uh, the first one is 1450 BC in Egypt. Pharaoh Tutmos Third. What a proper name. Tutmos Third. See circles of fire in the sky. Uh, then we got 322 B.C., Lebanon, where my people come from. Oh. Uh, they seen shining silver shields fly over a city besieged by Alexander the Great. They destroyed the walls by firing beams of light at the defenses. Hmm. And then uh, A.D. 8, 840, France. The Archbishop of Linen... Stops people from killing two creatures who had come to Earth in a cloud ship. Uh, then 1211, Ireland. Uh, the people of Cloera try to catch creatures whose airship had landed on their church roof. Uh, 1271, Japan. The execution of Buddhist monk is called off when a bright object hangs in the sky above the site. Uh, 1492, a sailor on Christopher Columbus's ship, the Santa Maria, sees a glittering object in the sky. Ooh, Santa Maria. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, 1639, Boston, Massachusetts. Boston. Boston, Bo- Massachusetts. I don't know what that fucking accent was at the end. I kind of lost it there. No, no, Boston. No, it's just Boston. fucking fishy comes out to these motherfuckers. James Everell and friends are fishing when a bright light hovers over them and moves their boat upstream. Crazy. Uh, 1752, Sweden. Farmers see a large shining cylinder in the sky give birth to smaller balls of light. Hmm? Sounds like they're lucky to be alive. Oh, that yeah. kind of situation. Uh, 1762, Switzerland. In different towns, two astronomers astronomers, independently record a spindle-shaped aircraft move across the face of the, sh- the sun. Uh, 1819, Massachusetts. Professor Rufus Graves sees a fireball crash into the yard of his friend Erastus Dewey. They find wreckage, and inside it, a foul-smelling, pluppy, pulpy substance. Uh, 1820, United States. Mormon leader Joseph Smith sees a UFO and speaks to its occupants. 1861, Chile. Peasants see a metal bird with shining eyes and scraping scales. 1868, England. Astronomers at Radcliffe Observatory, Oxford University, track a UFO for four minutes. And lastly, 1887, Banjos, Spain. Villagers find two children in a cave. Their clothes were strange, they spoke no known language, and their skin was green. Dun 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 but we're going to try to see this more often. Huh? Huh? Yo, if you don't hear from us next week, 
or in the future, you know what happened? We got abducted by aliens. I got abducted by aliens, and then uh, and the government wants to take us to the Pentagon. Yep, 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 yep. Yo, do you consider Bill and Ted? Uh, uh eh, kind of. Yeah, it's more like set in like a different future, though. Like space, not aliens. Man, that's another topic. Space. Well, um, you got anything else to say? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to, you know, tell you guys. Obviously, if you know pretty much anything about, you know, the kind of shit that I watch and listen to, then you already know where the quote, my opening quote came from, or, well, what I said in the opening came from, but if you don't, let me give you guys a little treat here today. Uh, it's from Clerks. It's from the movie Clerks 2. Uh, it's said by Jason Mewes' character. He says, uh, you know, sometimes I wish I did a little more of my life instead of hanging out in front of places selling weed and shit. <laughs> weed. <laughs> and then he says, uh, like maybe an animal doctor. Why not me? I like seals and shit. And then he says, uh, or maybe an astro- astronaut. Yeah, I'd be the first motherfucker to see a new galaxy or find a new alien life form. And fuck it. And people would be like, there he goes. Homeboy fucked a Martian once. <laughs> but that's all I got for you guys this week. Uh, we're going to get out of here. I'm going to get some fucking steak and cheese pizza. I've been fiending for it all week. I'm hyped, dude. I'm going to get. I'm gonna rub my nipples while I eat it. I just want you guys to know that part. But, yeah, we're going to head on out of here. Drew, you got anything else you want to close in remarks? I know. Um, if you guys, once again, you want to hear us talk about... Yeah, okay. We heard you the first 12 times you said it. You don't fucking say it every single time. Jesus Christ. You guys see what I have to deal with on a daily basis? Yeah, daily basis. A weekly basis. Weekly basis. <laughs> Real quick tidbit. Did you know how people think it's weird that we don't hang out anymore? What? Everybody thinks it's weird that we only do the podcast and that's it. Dude. Like, everybody I've been telling, they're like, what the fuck? Why? That's so weird. And I'm like... We're business partners now. We do the podcast and that's it. That's enough time to spend together. But but then again We need that we need that extra day away from each other now. <laughs> then again, like if if we see each other and also our work schedule is too kind of fucked. Every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, but um I for Sunday to Tuesday I work three to eleven sometimes. He's on days, I'm on swing. It's kinda hard. That's why we meet in the middle. Swing bow. Oh, Sweet All right. Let's wrap this bitch up. You got anything else you got to say? Nah. Here's the closer mark. All right, guys. Well, I've been Cheetah. I've been Chop. And losers, thanks for riding along.